Hey there, welcome back to the Vegetarian Zen Podcast. We are a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts for today, Vicki. And this is Larissa, and this is episode 158. In this episode of our podcast, we're going to be sharing some tips for making the best veggie burgers ever. Now, for our American listeners, 4th of July is next week, and we all know what that means, plenty of cookouts. For an unprepared vegetarian, however, or vegan, that could mean a big plate of coleslaw or potato salad if you are not ready to... uh, if you're not ready, you're not bringing your veg burger. Right. You're not if you're not bringing your own stuff or you're not hosting. Right. And, uh, you know, for vegans, even uh, that kind of lets out potato salad and coleslaw for, for most vegans, because those are prepared with regular mayonnaise. That's and a very good point. All kinds of that stuff. That could mean so. pickles and <laughs> pickles. <laughs> pickles. pickles and bread. Yeah. So let us help you round out that plate with an amazing veggie burger this week. But first, guess what? We have a rating. A rating. Yay. This is from Child of Mahina on uh, May 8th of 2016. Vicky's pointing at her microphone. And so I'm like all trying to because apparently I wasn't talking into mine enough. And so she's all pointing. And so I was looking at her and I was trying to read the date. And that's why I messed up the <laughs> date this time. Rats. Well, I'm the engineer and I'm yeah. the production engineer and the host. So one yes. of the hosts. So. I'm multitasking here. Yes. So she's making all kinds of gestures at me over there. <laughs> Mike, Mike. Okay. Well, you have a tendency to I kind do. of like drift. I wander. She's I like, wander. before you know it, she's way back here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So back to Child of Mahina, uh, who says, amazing find. Larissa and Vicky are amazing. I started following their podcast after I graduated college this past December. I never had the time during college to dive into research and learn more about what nutrients I may be missing out on. Now that I have the time, these fabulous ladies have helped me on my journey. I've been vegetarian for five years, and I always learn something new from each podcast. They make it easy to understand, and thank the heavens, they even do the legwork of researching. And I'm going to add right here, uh, with the help of our awesome assistant, Marigold. Uh, So then... uh, she says, and they make me feel at ease that I'm not an expert at being veg. Keep the podcast coming. Awesome. Thank you so much for yes, taking the time to head out to iTunes and leave us a rating. We have been on the iTunes What's Hot list for a very long time towards the top. And we really appreciate everybody who has headed out to iTunes and have, le- have left us a rating because that is what helps people find us mm-hmm. and keep us at the top of that list. So thank you guys so much for doing that. It really means a lot to us it does thank you and it always makes us smile it does definitely okay so are we ready to get into the main topic let's do it all right now when you think about it burgers made of meat are actually pretty limited Mm -hmm. right so there are only a few different meats that they're actually made from now of course these days you have all the organic and you know the grass fed grass fed all that kind of different stuff but there's not really much added to many of them before they are cooked except for maybe some seasonings cheese or something spicy and then like those pre-made patties and stuff Mm -hmm. that you've seen well and yeah and even when you make your own at home i mean you know i know my my dad and we're not going to spend much time talking about meat here but you know my dad uh when i was growing up he would always like 
put blue cheese in the middle of his and then you know some people will chop up jalapenos or peppers and onions when and i used add to eat burgers to that's yeah. what i did too yeah i like that but you know i mean aside from that there's really not there's only a limited amount of stuff it's meat. yeah you can actually right. add to the meat before you cook it so the big way to make uh meat burgers unique is by adding different toppings and condiments after they're already cooked right right um, on the other hand, veggie burgers offer a nearly unlimited number of options uh, to customize and add flavor and texture from the inside out. So right from the very beginning. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because until we started putting this together, this topic together, I had not thought about that, mm-hmm. that there are really so many different ways to eat a veggie burger or to make a veggie burger, mm-hmm. the ingredients that go into one. I mean, of course, we know some of the the big ones like black bean versus Mm -hmm. soy versus you know other things but like that but i had not really thought about it and as you and i were we're going to get into more of this in a a bit but as we were going through some of the ingredients i I was like really Mm -hmm. i never really thought about that so you there's so much there's so many ways to get creative with this right absolutely so some of the types of ingredients that are used in um, veggie burgers. And now, okay, we're going to make the distinction here between like burgers that you make at home from a recipe, you know, or that you get it that are made in a restaurant versus the pre-made frozen ones, um, you know, like garden burger and, and I'm just, I'm corn. calling names, but there's a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Corn, um, Amy's, all those, because those, and we'll talk about those, those are like super highly processed of course and so it may say okay made with corn or may have like little bits of corn or or peppers or whatever but it's different than when you actually make it from whole ingredients uh all right so some types of ingredients to use when you're making these legumes of course that's one of the big components so black beans chickpeas, lentils, black beans. Now, you know, you hear a lot, you see a lot of black bean burgers on restaurant menus and a lot of recipes for black bean burgers. Black beans tend to have a pretty strong flavor. It's not my favorite type of burger. Yeah. And um, it's not your favorite type of bean. Yeah. Uh, And so, you know, even if you use them, if you're making burger, uh, you know, a mixture for patties and you use them along with other ingredients, you're probably going to end up with a burger that tastes like black beans. That's exactly what it... And that's why and, you don't like it. Yeah. And, and I've really tried it at several different restaurants and I'm just not a fan. I think it's because yeah. you said it's just a very strong mm-hmm. flavor. And for people who like black beans, then mm-hmm. that works. And, you know, I don't mind black beans themselves, but when it's in a burger that I just... I don't like that flavor in a burger. Well, and I think it dominates, yeah. in my opinion, this is just my personal taste, but it, it dominates the whole flavor, mm-hmm. kind of taking out some of the things we were just talking about, how you, you definitely can, know you're eating black beans. You definitely beans. know you're eating black beans. <laughs> and yeah. the texture doesn't, isn't mm. do much for me either. Yeah. So uh, another option as far as, as legumes are chickpeas. And that's a really popular one when making, mixing up a veggie burger ingredients. So chickpeas, when you run them through a food processor, they create like a really great texture texturizer for your beans and uh for your beans for <laughs> i got distracted because samantha looks like she's trying to select a book to read i know and then our i cat. got distracted by seeing what she was distracted by and then because i turned around our cats usually roam the premises when we're recording they get intrigued by whatever it is we're doing and it's usually samantha and jake are um mm-hmm. two of bed. our three cats and samantha just came by just 
very funny. She just started looking at, we have a lot of books in this house and she just started like perusing the books. <laughs> She's probably chasing a spider or something, yeah, but right. I, for, for me, it looked like she was trying to pick a book. So I got distracted. <laughs> I was amused by that. Sorry. It's okay. Shiny squirrel. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, uh, chickpeas, when you run them through a food processor, they'll create a really great texture of course you know you don't want to be like putting whole chickpeas in your in your burgers or even i think mashing them with a fork would be cooked ones would not be enough but putting them through a food processor uh kind of gives them a nice texture and then the flavor of chickpeas is mild enough so that it won't overpower the other flavors in your your burger so that's a good option if you want to go with legumes uh and then also lentils provide a nice firm texture yeah and in our peas and carrots group which is our closed facebook group if you're not a member head out to facebook and look us up because uh, it's an awesome group that share recipes and tips with each other somebody had asked about a some good tips for uh spaghetti sauce without Mm. the meat but not using any processed meat substitutes and lentils kept coming up Mm -hmm. i think because of the texture right it's very easy to work with it takes on good flavor very it's not very overpowering right right yeah exactly and they you know when you they they kind of when you cook lentils unless you just really overcook them they kind of maintain a almost chewy kind Mm -hmm. of texture so more like like meat right um not to turn anybody off, but (laughs) well but you know when you're looking for some some substitute that's not processed that's right that's yeah. a decent one. Yeah. And then um, grains are another component. Now, you you know, you need something kind of like a binder. You'll need some sort of wet ingredient like egg or egg substitute. And then um, also you'll need some sort of grains to help everything stick together. Uh, barley is a good one for, for burgers. Bulgur. Um, I've seen breadcrumbs, you know, there's, there's different things. I've seen oats as well. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on, but, uh, there are some different options that you can try and some are better than others. Yeah. So if you want to try to create your own burger, here are some things to consider. Now, Larissa already mentioned the structure. So you want to make sure that you've got something to hold it together or it's just going to fall apart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, before we, we go on there, there's so many, I, Personally, I wouldn't mess with trying to like think of, okay, let's let me make my own recipe from scratch just because there's so many recipes out there. Yeah. I mean, unless you're into making your own recipes. Yeah, unless you are. I mean, I, I personally am not when it comes to this. If it were something different a different kind of food maybe but i just don't want to put somebody's figured it out (laughs) yeah somebody's done the work for me lots of people have done the work for me and there's tons of recipes out there for like any taste you can possibly imagine yeah and we've got some out just so you guys know probably on our tailgate Mm -hmm. uh pinterest board Mm -hmm. if you're looking for some recipes we usually like to promote that board around like football kickoff mm-hmm. super bowl type thing we have burger recipes mm-hmm. out there for sure i don't think we have on, a pinterest, dedicated, on pinterest yeah. yeah uh so check that out for mm-hmm. some recipes but like there, was said, one. there are tons out there right but if you're one of those creative chef people <laughs> um more power to you and if you want to try to you know work on a burger recipe some things to consider all right, something else to consider now as the griller of the family, I love the challenge of working with the grill. One of the things I learned early on when I was learning how to master a grill was that heat 
is everything managing the heat Mm -hmm. because even so back when i started grilling of course we were grilling meat back then it could make or break your entire whatever you were grilling and it's the same thing now that we're vegetarians probably even more so because excessive heat can just if you're grilling anything it excessive heat will just tear this apart really Mm -hmm. i mean just crumble it apart so you really have to if you are set on grilling and larissa and i as we were talking about this episode really the grill especially if you're going to somebody's house it's really tricky because mm-hmm. you don't know how hot the grill is that they are using if they the other thing some people consider is do they have a dedicated space that didn't have any mm-hmm. meat on it if you're going to a cookout where they're not vegetarians or vegans they probably don't so mm-hmm. you might want to consider making yours ahead of time and just heating it when you get there mm-hmm. or as you mentioned earlier and i think uh danielle mentioned this as well danielle freed in our on our peas and carrots group and we'll talk about some uh, peas and carrots tips in a little bit but uh put down foil Definitely. and that does a couple different mm-hmm. things it will keep your burger intact uh, and keep it from falling through the grill because you know even even if your mixture is firm for your your burger for your patties you've chilled it you've you know maybe frozen a little bit it's still once it gets that heat if there's anything in that mixture that is prone to getting really soft when it cooks any vegetables or anything that kind of gets melty or any vegetables with high water content that thing's not going to hold together over a grate you know yeah and especially if you give it to somebody who's not who doesn't know so let's say you go to somebody's house and they're not used to cooking Mm -hmm. veggie patties they might just put it first of all put it next to the meat so, so you're, you're going to getting... be licking your you're going to be licking your patty off of the charcoal <laughs> briquettes <laughs> and then that was the other thing i was going to say they might not realize so you don't want to just hand it off uh, and again i think probably if we were going somewhere we would just have our own and maybe foil and maybe ask them to stick it out on the mm-hmm. grill for a little bit just to heat it up so it gets some of that smoky flavor mm-hmm. to it that's true but uh i i wouldn't uh just Unless they're used to cooking that, I think about when your mom would come over before you and I were vegetarians and Larissa's mom was a vegetarian for several years and she uh, would bring her veggie patties and I was never sure how to cook Mm -hmm. them. So I don't know if I did an okay job or not. She never said anything, but uh, you just want to make sure you know what the the, the person knows what they're doing or or prepare for that. Right, exactly. So then the next thing, so that's kind of structure. The next thing is um, texture. So when you're thinking about putting together ingredients to make your patties, um, you want to have a nice balance of chewiness and crunchiness. I mean, you definitely don't want something that's going to be like super smushy. And when you, you know, you don't want something that's going to be nice and firm on the outside. But then when you take it off, it looks great. You know, nice, pretty grill marks or nice brown. And then you put it on your bun and take a bite and it all squishes out from the middle. Oh, man. You know, so you don't want that. You want to make sure that you're going to have a nice texture that has a balance, you know, of of, um, different sensations yeah. right. I, guess. I, don't I don't know what i'm trying to say um, a texture of different textures you're at something texture of textures yeah <laughs> all right so let's talk a little bit about flavor yeah so go ahead i was just gonna say what's cool about this is we mentioned before and you know in fairness you can do some of this with meat as well but i think one of the things you know when we're talking about texture you can really customize that piece along with any of the seasoning. So, for example, as you guys know, if, who those of you who have listened to this podcast for a while, one of my favorite types of food is Mexican food. Mm-hmm. And the spicier for me, the better. 
So I like to use things like jalapenos. I also like bell pepper, corn, not so much. Mm -hmm. That's not that to me. I'm not a big fan. But like spices like cumin and chili powder, love Mm -hmm. that stuff. Right. And that'll give it a nice Mexican, you know, uh, flavor. Right. And then if you like Mediterranean type flavors, you can use, you know, chopped up olives, sun-dried tomatoes, onions, even maybe some pine nuts, uh, sage, thyme, you know, as some of your ingredients. And then um, kind of go from there. And I mean, that's just two examples. I mean, there's so many, like if you wanted Hawaiian, Hawaiian, I think would cry or tropical kind of would be harder to actually put into the patty itself. It would more be more, but I would say besides like maybe soy sauce or tahini, you know, um, but that would be more, I think along the lines of what you put on top of it, like pineapple or like mango salsa. Pineapple and put it in there. That would seem kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, That would be kind of interesting. Pineapple and mango. Mm -hmm. Because grilled pineapple too tastes really good. It's really good. Um, But you know, I mean, there's so many different, different types that you could do all right we talked a little bit about cooking really in a cast iron pan is one of the best ways to do that as we mentioned the grill can be a little dicey when you're talking about veggie patties right the especially the ones that you make yourself right Mm -hmm. um yeah and you know they have they they make those cast iron grill pans and we have one that it's it has the grill texture but you know it's not something that's it's a solid pan so it's not your burger's not going to fall through the grate right but yeah. it gives it'll give it the nice grill marks and and uh if you like the smoky flavor you can add a little bit of liquid smoke or a little bit of like smoked paprika maybe to give it kind of that flavor yeah and frozen patties do better on the grill but again it depends on the grill master so mm-hmm. if like i said when i was starting out i would i thought the hotter the better which led to everything being Burned on the outside and <laughs> raw, raw on the inside. The inside. My Yum. poor family probably survived salmonella or poisoning and <laughs> because I, I just didn't know how to do it. And, you know, if you've got a grill master again, just because they know how to grill meat doesn't necessarily mean they understand how the veggie burgers work, especially if they're homemade. I love that you like are repeatedly using the term grill master. I am a grill master. <laughs> she's, she's a pro. <laughs> she's the grill it's master. It's taken me a while. Yeah. You know how it used yeah, to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean... The grilled corn I make now is amazing. Oh, I do make so good grilled awesome. corn. It's I patience. just want you to... Patience. I just want you to, like, fire up the grill just to make me, like, 10 ears of corn. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. We I need know, to do we that. need to do that. Yeah. Maybe because the grill is blo- blocking part of the fence that Cosmo keeps trying to get to his friend on the other side of the fence. Too. That's true. Yeah, there's like little dogs on the other <laughs> side of the fence that come underneath the fence. So. Yeah, our dogs try to play. And uh, well, one of them, I think, on the other side tries to get at Cosmo. Yeah, but... he's a mean little sucker. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. So let's share some tips from the Peas and Carrots Society. All right. So as we already mentioned this one, Danielle Freed uh, mentioned to put down a piece of foil on if you're doing on a on a grill grill you know a grill grill a real grill uh to pre- prevent sticking and to help you know it from falling through the grates um carrie rabe said that uh she said i have yet to have a homemade veggie burger that wasn't mushy when cooked and that's kind of what we were talking about right is that whole substance that that consistency right. thing and the structure uh she said so i usually go for a portobello cap and that's true. I mean, we, we didn't mention that as a possibility because we were more talking about like constructing 
actual like a recipe with different ingredients, but those are good. They are really good. They're tasty. I will say though that they tend not to fill me up. Yeah. Because well, it's a mushroom. Yeah. So it's not, it doesn't yeah. really fill me up, but they are very good. They are. And they do have like kind of a meaty um, definitely. texture. Definitely. Yeah. But definitely, you know, have some other sides and, and stuff to kind of go along with that. You're right about filling up. All right. Uh, Brittany Comet said, so happy to hear this episode be idea because I can't get my veggie burgers to stick without eggs or cheese help. And I think when she says stick, she means like stay together. Yeah. Um, so. So this is where Danielle <laughs> added. Uh, use mashed beans. White beans tend to not give a flavor. Black beans have a nice texture as well. So mm-hmm. if you are if you like the taste of black beans, that might be good. Mm-hmm. And then she also said if you like beets, roasted, then mashed beets work well or uh, work and they are good for you. You can't taste the beet. Hmm. So that's, some that's, other, that's another great piece of advice that you get from our Peas and Carrot Society. Absolutely. So, uh, and, and again, these are... These are things that these folks try. So yeah. definitely check it out. Right. So um, Kelly Mayer shared her vegan version of a black bean burger recipe from the Pioneer Woman blog. And uh, so the ingredient now, the recipe that we're using for this week is the actual original recipe from the Pioneer Woman. Um, but this is how Kelly... Um, modified it she she uses black beans breadcrumbs white yellow or red onion cumin flax or chia egg and the the original recipe called for egg uh real egg and then salsa and she said she also wants to try the same recipe using gluten-free oats instead of the breadcrumbs because she said that she finds finds that oats really work great as a bread substitute and um, they, they really do help to bind. In fact, when I when we used to eat meat and I would make meatloaf, I would use oats. Loaf meat? Loaf meat, yes. <laughs> he ate loaf meat. Larissa uh, used to call it that when she was when little. Was Isn't little. that adorable? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also used to call spaghetti kabiko. No one knows why, but there it is. Uh, and your refrigerator was fridge fridge? Fridge fridge. <laughs> that one at least sounded like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Dumboni. Oh, yeah. It's for what? Bologna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I used to actually use oats for meatloaf. Uh, so I can attest to that, that it does work well for a breadcrumb substitute and as a binder. Nice. All right. So if you're looking for a pre-made frozen patty, so if you're like me and tend to just say, uh, yeah, uh, I'm just going to buy it already made, <laughs> uh, then... There are a couple of good suggestions. So Amy's Texas Veggie Burger is one that we like, and we don't. I don't think we have any of those right now, do we? No, we haven't had any. Why we don't eat uh, eat them very often? Yeah, any kind of no, we don't. Burgers, we, we really don't. But those have a pretty good texture and a good flavor. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that I like the best. Well, now I'm going to say I did like those up until last night, where we had the corn burgers. Mm-hmm. Now, and when we say corn, it's Q U O R N. If you're not familiar with that brand. And they are made. They are made with microprotein. Um, but what I really liked about it was it had a really nice smoky flavor. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they added liquid smoke or what to it. But you yeah. tasted that too, right? Yeah. No, I can definitely taste the smoky flavor, and I like that. It wasn't overpowering. Um, I'm not always a big fan of that smoky kind of taste and stuff, especially when you can tell that it's kind of fake. Mm-hmm. But this one wasn't overpowering, and um, I, I didn't mind it. What I didn't care for though was the texture. Um, normally I love corn products. I can't, you know, I, 
I, I just really love their, their chicken tenders, their other, um, their grounds. I really like them. This one, though, I just was disappointed. I, the texture was just a little mushy for me. Yeah, I didn't, it didn't seem like that to me. But in fairness, I usually put a lot more on my burgers than you do. So I had guacamole and jalapenos yeah. and cheese. Did I have cheese on yeah, my? Yeah, yeah. So I usually put more. So maybe that kind of masks some of that because I was expecting mushy anyways with, right, the, with, the, guacamole. <laughs> with the guacamole on it. Yeah. But just remember, these are highly processed. Larissa and I have steered away from processed foods a lot recently just because we're trying to get that out of our diets. But mm-hmm. it is it is nice to have that too every once in a while. It's, it I like the way it tasted. Right, right. All right. Are we ready to move into the recipe of the week? Which sure. you kind of cued, uh, clued in on a little bit earlier. I did. Yeah. So this is just the... Uh, the black bean burger recipe from the Pioneer Woman website. Uh, this is the one that the original version that Kelly used to kind of veganize and make her vegan version. So we'll have that on on there on the show notes. Awesome. All right. The quote this week comes from Sam Keen, and he said, "Deep summer is when laziness finds respectability." Uh, I cannot tell <laughs> you how true that is, especially right now in the heat. Of South, South Texas, Texas. <laughs> where I think yesterday the feels like was 112 and the day before that was 104. <sighs> so that's a that's a combination of that Texas sun and high humidity. So it you don't feel too bad about taking a nap in the air conditioning uh, no. <laughs> at, at two o'clock on a on a Saturday. Nope, not at all. <laughs> All right, Larissa, what's the question this week? The question, it's a simple one, of course. Do you have a, va- a favorite veggie burger recipe? So what's your favorite veggie burger recipe? If you make your own, if not, uh, do you have a favorite pre-made one? Yeah, like? and what are your any tips that you might have for grilling as well? Oh, if you are a, a griller, one. what are some of your favorite tips for that you can share with others? I'm sure they would really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else this time around? Uh, I just wanted to remind folks that uh, because we do have 158 episodes now, we've had to split our podcast into two different shows. Uh, So we have an archive that's the Vegetarian Zen archive. It's, you know, just same in iTunes and Stitcher. It's just called the Vegetarian Zen Archive. It contains episodes one through 100. And then Vegetarian Zen contains 101 through the current episode 158 and then uh, when we <laughs> when we hit 200 we'll do a second archive uh, and the reason we do that is because the files get too big uh, and then it slows everything down as far as iTunes goes so we don't want to do that you know related to that I should say happy happy anniversary to us in our community because yeah. this month marks the three-year mark since we have that's been right. podcasting that's we right. launched in late june early late july june. something like late that june three years ago so wow. this is awesome congratulations, congratulations. Thank and you. thank you guys there are so many people that have been with us through all 158 episodes and we we greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we joke that Danielle Freed was patient zero because <laughs> she was like the first person to ever reach out to us and, and contact contact us to let us know she was listening and that she liked the podcast. Yeah, besides our dads. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they listened to like the first yeah, one. Yeah, no, neither one of them listened to Neither were a vegetarian, like but they were just trying to be supportive. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, happy Father's Day to our dads because uh, today is Father's Day that we're recording on. So 
anyways, I, I really appreciate everyone that has been with us. And if you're new, thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, we have a great community out here. And I'm glad you brought up the archive, Larissa, because mm-hmm. the other thing is I love when people tell us, oh, I just found you. And now I'm binge listening to episodes yeah. one through 100 or, you know, whatever is archived archived out there and we really get a kick out of that too so yeah. so thank you to everybody who supported us over the years we really appreciate it and we look forward to more years ahead of us many more all right i think that does it for our episode this week until next time peace out bye thanks for joining us today on vegetarian zen we've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet You can download it right now by visiting VegetarianZen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.